Oh, hey. Hey, everybody. It's, uh, it's, it's time for vacation. I'm, I'm just, I'm already out. I'm, season's over. I'm ready for the beach. Time's up. I'm sure I'm just like the rest of the team. They're already on, the, on their way to the beach, just like we are. Season's over, so let's go to the beach, everybody. Good night. No, anyways, for real. We're going to talk a lot of Inter-Miami today, and thanks so much for joining us. And, of course, uh, I am your host, Peter Brown, but I can't do this alone. Uh, please welcome in our everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Ed. Ed, you too are at the beach. Peter Brown, I'm at the beach just chilling here, you know, except for my couch. You can see it a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> well, you got to see you know, it on the beach. It's nice. Yeah, I got the couch on the beach. <laughs> but yeah, Peter, wow, that uh, we're, we're going to talk about that game, the last game of the season. We're excited because we hope next season's going to be better. And we're, that's uh, another subject of what we're going to talk about. So, uh, Peter Brown, uh, wow. where do we go from here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about it. Well, hmm. Tonight wasn't a night for... It's funny. I was watching tonight's game, and we'll talk about this. I want to get your guys' opinion tonight. Uh, but I was. this is the first game I watched where I was very much literally like, meh, meh. I mean, you know, normally after a win, you'd be excited, you're happy, you're just like, and I see a lot of people going, hey, we beat the best team, you know, rah, rah, yeah, and I'm just like, meh. Because it's a game that meant nothing, and so it's, it's just interesting knowing it meant nothing. And I was, the game, especially the first half, was not enough to pull me away from my iPad as I was kind of doing, looking up, like, player salaries. I'm looking up, like, okay, who's expensive? Who can we get rid of? And all that. And we should talk about that tonight as well. And I think that's going to be a constant thread for the next uh, couple months. But uh, before we do get to all that and your comments and, of course, your, uh, your uh, uh, voicemails, we do have one voicemail from an old friend of ours, Ed. Some of you guys may or may not know this guy, uh, but if you're an old school um, Ultras Alive listener, you will. So we have one voicemail. We'll probably play that early uh, coming up uh, soon. But before we get to that, let's say a big thank you to our sponsor, and that is Canesware. Canesware is where you go to get all your Inter-Miami gear. Now, I mean, <laughs> things are discounted. Season's over. They need to get rid of their stock. You're going to get a great price. Things are heavily discounted right now at Canesware. So go to Canesware. Go to canesware.com if it's a little bit out of your area, or go to the store in Dave. You see the hours there up on the screen. You get all their great stuff. You can get this uh, cool shirt that I'm wearing there, the 305 shirt. This is their design. And so... Lots of good stuff. And, and like I said, the, 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 the discounts, they're great. And the logo. See, I need to take uh, this yes. jersey to get the logo. And that, that's something I, I forget to talk about sometimes. Thanks for bringing that up. The, what, is, what is the XBTO, right? T, uh, T-O. Yeah. Right? The, I, you know, I wish there was a shortened way of saying it like XBTO. XB, is, there, is it like a combination? Like, you know, when you make th- push things together and create a word out of it almost. But um, yeah, if you want to get the, the, the team sponsorship on any shirt, and the old jersey like uh, uh, Ed's talking about, or the new jersey, because maybe you bought it before they announced the sponsorship, they'll charge you 10 bucks, and that's it. 10 bucks, slap that sucker on there. They got the machine to do it. They know where to put it. The professionals, they'll get it done. It'll look good. Exactly. Ed, I'm freezing, I saw. I saw froze right now. You're freezing, okay. Well, get a jacket. I saw that. Go, go, go get a jacket. <laughs> it is kind of cold. How about that? The winter came out of nowhere. 
all of a sudden it feels like winter for us. Uh, I know people that are in the chat, like Eric Thomas, may call us a bunch of whiny babies because it's a little, it's a probably colder up there in New Jersey. But I mean, I, Ed, I, I had to put on a jacket. Last night it was like sixty some degrees, you know. Last just night, like, man, walking the dog, I had to put on a jacket. It was I, I actually I put on a hoodie. There you go. I, walking around town, doing some shopping yesterday. You know, wearing wearing the Inter Miami long sleeve three quarter zip. Actually, I was at Best Buy, and one of the kids there at Best Buy, uh, we got into a little Inter Miami talk. So there's Look there's some that. fans out there. It's funny, as the kid was like, um, he'd never been to a game. He was like, yeah, have you gone right. to a game? I'm thinking about going to a game, but he's got the shirt. He's a fan. He just hasn't gone to a game yet. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a little chilly, so I was able to break out the long sleeves. Nice, nice. Man, I did too, man. It was really cool. I was able to have a beer. And the good thing about when I was having my beer and it was kind of cold outside, it didn't stayed warm cold. up real fast. Stayed cold. So stayed cold. And that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ed, why don't we say hello to those people that are in the chat, and uh, let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, let's say hello to Esteban Dido. How you doing, bud? Thanks for always listening to us, uh, putting up with us, and, uh, you know, we, we love you guys for that. Uh, Jose Velasquez is also with us. It feels like you skipped Good old somebody. Jose Velasquez. How you doing, bud? Uh, Judge Dread the Law. That one guy up north who's always, uh, you know, uh, sending us info, Eric Thomas. How you doing, Eric Thomas? Uh, we also have um, Peter Brown's favorite food, Jet Pancake, Jet Pancakes on there. I can't eat pancakes, yeah. really. Very rarely do I well, eat pancakes. Wow. Okay. We well, also I mean, have... Just, uh, they're too fattening, but they taste good. It's true. Uh, there's uh, that, that uh, the cousin of uh, Julian Carranza, Jonathan Carranza, is with us. How you doing, bud? And of course, one world, one goal, always following us. And hey, she checked out, checked us out on the beach there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's Doobster. How you doing, bud? Doobster. I hope I'm saying it right. Doobster. Yeah, and Doobster is the uh, the guy that won our our tickets last uh, week that we gave away my tickets. Nice. So he was able nice. to go and enjoy the game with uh, yeah, his. Yeah, I was supposed to go, but things happened. I wasn't able to get out there, Peter. It was and I promoted. I, I told I told him you're going to get to hang out with Ed, and he's like, he's also got Ecuadorian roots of some sort. No. And I'm like, oh great, you guys will hang out. You'll be you'll be uh, best friends by the end of the game. Oh man, well next time we'll definitely have to hang out with him. Yeah, hopefully soon. And um, he brought his you know, mother have along. Some Brought his mother-in-law to the game. How about that? You know, you always wow. hear these mother-in-law horror stories. This guy's bringing his mother-in-law and wants to hang out with her. That's a good thing. That is a good thing in a soccer game, too. How do you, Hope you brought her how, some beers and stuff. How do you feel about your mother-in-law, Ed? Ah, yeah, she's, she's a good lady. Good Say lady. it quietly. Makes great food. <laughs> yeah, my my, my, my food. You know, hey, my, my, my wife watches this sometimes after. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm setting you up like, to you know, maybe get in trouble? The, yes. Yes, you are. But it's all good. All right, blink twice if she's uh no, I'm just kidding. She's in, if uh, she's in the room. <laughs> You're being held hostage. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, no, no my 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 mother-in-law is awful. Awesome. I'm sorry. I said awful. awful. Awesome as well. Oh, wow. No, man, she's great. Actually, it. the funny thing is my mother-in-law if 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 even if uh she's a nightmare, I wouldn't really know because she doesn't speak English. So she can complain well, all day, and I wouldn't know. She lived with us for uh, three years at the beginning of wow. the, at the beginning of uh, of my daughter's life. So did uh, she pick up any English or no? Not really, not really. 
Just, wow. uh, just, just enough to, to, you know, ask me if I want dinner, what I, you know, do I want to drink? I mean, she was awesome. She was like, you know, amazing. She was great. So. She was good with, with Peter Brown. That's all that matters. Peter yeah. Brown. It looks like all Dust, right, so. Dustin 2X came in as well. Is that your, Dustin, is that your shirt doing, size? Good. Is that your shirt size, Dustin? Uh, I mean, 2X. I don't know. <laughs> Dustin, do two, all right, Peter. Or is it two times? Two times. Oh, it could be two times. Dustin, right. two times. So, Ed, how, I told you how I felt watching the game. Were you like me? Were you, was there any excitement level in watching the game? Was there something you were hoping to see that maybe you didn't see? Yeah, the wife was telling me, well, why are you even watching it? Uh, she was like, you know, uh, we got stuff to do. Uh, you know, it's not an important game. You don't have to watch it. You know, all these, you know. All bad. these reasons to get you away from the TV and give exactly. her some and give her some attention. That's what so she's like. Well, let's go eat something. So I took my I, I took I was watching with my phone. I was like, I need to watch the game because we're going to talk uh, about it. We're going to talk about it. So she was understood. We went with the with my mother in law and everything. So I was just I just had the phone there with me. I said, no, I'm sorry, but I need to watch the game. So I watched it. But yeah, I was very whatever about the game because it was, you know, basically meaningless. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if we would have won the last game, then there was some hope and some chance we could have gotten in or whatever. Then, you know, I would have been a little more excited. Mm -hmm. But uh, obviously, we it was for nothing. And, you know, I'm happy that we beat the number one team, the one that will probably be the champion. It's funny is is I'm, I'm sitting there saying to my daughter because you know, my wife and daughter went out shopping. They came home at the end of the game and my my daughter who is the farthest thing from a soccer fan and and that is my biggest uh, failure as a parent because both of my children do not like soccer so i have i'm a terrible parent parent in, in that regard yeah you i failed yeah, i failed wow. but you she failed did say miserably. she did she did lay down some wisdom in that hey you always want to win right i mean it's your team you always want to win and so yes wanted to win but here's what i was hoping to see Ed, and and, and i know to some extent we can't but I wish they would have look. First off, I'm glad Gonzalo uh, did not play. He's got plantar fasciitis, which I don't know. I mean, I've heard. I think I've had that before when I started running and I was out of shape. And what is uh, that, Peter? Let me know because I don't it's know. like it's like your feet. It's you get it, especially when you're flat footed, which I am, and and so it's like it's amazing amount of heel pain. It does really really hurt. But I've only known people to get it. Granted, I don't know anything. But I've only known people to get it when they're, you know, like out of shape. And he, at this point, he's not out of shape anymore. He looked very in shape at the end of the season. The way he should have, the, the way he ended was the way he should have started as far as his, right. as far as fitness. But regardless, I'm glad he wasn't playing because I'd like to see Carranza get a start. <clears throat> see what, you know, is there any possible reason to keep him for next year, right? Um, and, but I want, I wish there was ability I wish they could have brought in like Georgia Costa players that are signed to the team, but have been loaned to Fort Lauderdale. So, and I know because of MLS rules, it's very difficult to bring up those players because they had that same problem with bringing up uh, Mabika, Mabike, um, you know, in those games where we had the hardship rule. So I know it's a challenge to bring up some of the young players, but I wish that we really could have seen more of the young players and give them the experience. Even if we lost, I would have rather seen them, uh, get a start. I'm glad uh, McCarthy played, but even better would have been cool to see Drake Callender get a start. But again, he's been loaned to Fort Lauderdale, so I don't know if he could have played. I guess he probably could because I think he's still listed as our third keeper. I've seen him sitting on the bench at times. So, um, 
That's what yeah, I would have liked to see. And I see people talking in the chat, uh, uh, you know, um, about uh, who we'd like to see them sign in the in the off season. We we could talk about some of that in a little bit. Uh, but here, Terry, Terry Allen, Allen say, uh, yeah. Yeah, let me Go move ahead. that up so I can actually see that. Terry yeah, Terry see Allen it. is saying the uh, Acosta flew with the team. Yeah, and 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 uh, Neville did say in his press conference that there were going to be three or four players that were going to fly with the team, but were not even going to dress. He just wanted them to get the experience of what the environment may look and feel like. Uh, so he didn't name the players. I don't. I don't. Maybe he did. I don't remember. Uh, but but there were several players that were just never did not intend to play, and I, I'm assuming Acosta might have been one of those. But I would love to have seen him play. Of course, man. It would have been kind of cool to to, to see that. Uh, instead, dude, um, let, let me talk about the goal. Um, Matuidi, you know, he did he, you know, did he scored and everything. But would you do you think it was enough for him to stay uh, next year? Or for him, I mean. We're going to talk about the contracts in a bit, but we would want him. Do you want him to stay after his performance uh, in, in today's game? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. That says everything. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Get him the heck out of here. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. He's done as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Get him out. We uh, don't need him anymore. But It was a nice goal, but... See, it was a nice be. goal. It was definitely a nice. It was in the right place. Pizarro, you know, kind of you know touched it, but he you know lost control, and and Matuidi was there to pick it up. Great job by him. And uh, but we expected a lot more of that throughout the season. Granted, he's not your goal scorer, but he could do exactly what he did: just be in the right, right. position for rebounds and things like that. Uh, you know, no, he's slow. He's old. He doesn't seem like he cares that often. He he's got a really weird body language, and he's all like this all the time. He he moves around like a giraffe. Maybe he's just as I'm watching him, I'm like, this one of those air things that are going. Like, yeah, I think he's got really long arms, and that's the thing. He's kind of like like an avatar, like that. You know, like you know the, right. the blue creatures, the avatars. You know, the, they, right. they got real long arms, and you know, he kind of does this yeah. a little bit as he's running. Right, you know, it's kind of weird. He needs to balance himself for yeah out or something. So, I don't know, but yes. Um, and one goal, one goal says, "What does Matuidi do? Score one goal per year or what?" Yes, that's what he. That does. was his one goal. Yeah, that's his one goal. His so. one year and one yeah, his first goal this year. I think he did a goal last year, but that's it. So his Matuidi's kind of like uh, you know one world one goal. He's one goal one goal one season, right. <laughs> One world, one yeah. One world, one goal, one. He's like instead of one world, he's one goal, one season, or one season, one goal, something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Thought I was funny. Not, not really. It's, it's a, it's all trying. good. But guys, trying. guys, if you want to call in, you leave us a number. message at seven eight six four seven four 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 three five, and hopefully people will call in. And this is your show. We can talk about anything inter Miami. Yeah, let's let's play uh, this one voicemail I had mentioned. Um, and and uh, and then and then we can kind of either give give everybody a moment to to give in bring in their calls if they would like, or um, we can switch over to kind of start talking about like the name of the, the what I titled today's show. It's time to get to work. So what is the work that the team needs to do? We could start thinking about that kind of stuff. And there's some you know some player contracts that are expiring. We should talk about. So let's um, we'll go in that direction, unless you guys point us in a direction via voicemail. So let's go to this voicemail from a Ultras Alive legend, Uncle Ed. 
What's up, mi gente? It's your boy from the Mid-Atlantic, from Maryland, Yankee. Yankee. Oh, Yankee, Yank, giving y'all a holler. Um, well, season's done and dusted. Uh, you guys will be doing your post-mortem, just like a bunch of other teams will be, just like my DC United uh, is having to do as well. But um wanted to show y'all some love because y'all have definitely had a tumultuous ride. So, unfortunately, because of time, I won't be able to show everybody love, but I do have to give a shout-out, ladies first, to One World, One Goal, the first lady of SoFly Soccer and NASCAR. i got to give a shout-out to America's uncle, Uncle Ned, always trying to console the fam, fam, fam. Have to mention Ted C., the, the, the comedic stylings, a dude who still doesn't miss his ex-Venezolana and has no shame about it. I've been there. I feel you, brother. Judge Dredd, always laying down the law. And the other viewers and people inputting the show, y'all hang in there. Um, it goes this way sometimes, but I still can remember when y'all were battling to get an MLS club. So it doesn't take away all the pain and the disappointment, but mad shout out to everybody who I didn't get to name check, and y'all take care. Holler at you later, players. Judge Dredd, welcome. Yeah. I'm uh, Judge Dredd. I said Judge Dredd because I'm look. He, I'm looking at Judge Dredd's comment. Yankee boy, welcome back, Yankee boy. For those that don't, for those that did not listen to our old podcast that we used to do back in the old Strikers days and, and Miami FC days and stuff like that, we talked a lot of uh, lower division soccer. And Yankee boy, being up in uh, Maryland, was a big listener and then became contributor. We and he would, we would just give him. We call it a minute, knowing he's going to go like 10 minutes, right? That was the joke of it. And he would just ramble on about some cool facts, thoughts on the lower levels of soccer. And a great contributor, great soccer fan. And uh, I love that that was a post-mortem, not of the team, but of the of this show, of you guys, the viewers and the commenters and the people that are the most active on this show. So great job by him. Good to hear him. After all yeah, these years, it's, it's, Ed. Yeah, man, it's cool. It's cool to... You know, reconnect with some people. Um, I've I've talked to a lot of people from the uh, Strikers mm -hmm. uh, times, and and some of them didn't know we actually had the channel. So uh, I've I've sent them the link, and I'm like, yeah, start listening to us. We're we're we've been doing it for a little while, and you know, because a lot of people were very much just Striker fans, and yeah. when you know, Inter Miami showed up, they were like, oh, you know, Miami or whatever. They were mostly for people from Broward, so. Now they're starting to, uh, you know, see us. Now they can see us, not just listen to us. Exactly. And yeah. we're not a we're not a pretty sight. That's the thing. Well, we're speak for yourself. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, you. Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't love this? Uh, at least one lady does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all I need, right? <laughs> right. That's all you. Need. All right. So, um, you know, it's funny as he said post mortem, and we it's funny as we're not. I don't think we're spending a whole lot of time as far as. Postmortem of the season because we damn we covered that every game every game it's felt like you know postmortem because we've been so bad but he is right the you know just looking at the big picture that um, just happy we have a team happy we have a team yeah. and as much as we may be unhappy of the of the outcome Results, of the season uh -huh. 
We got a team to cheer for, and we know they're going to be back next year. Because, you know, with that lower level soccer, you never know from year to year if they're still going to be in business or not. So this time, at least we're, we're, we're pretty certain that Inter yes. Miami is going to remain yes. in, in Major League Soccer. You know, our, our owners are somewhat deep pocketed. So it's, it's a whole different ballgame than it used to be back in the day when all these teams disappeared and stuff. Even though the Strikers, their owner was somewhat, you know, they were doing OK. And then, mm-hmm. you know, things happened. Well, first, uh, first group of owners, a FIFA scandal happened. Mm hmm. <laughs> traffic sports so anyways uh uh, see i knew i liked a new here he goes peter didn't look too bad when i met him (laughs) (laughs) well he must be happy i think uh, atlanta made it right i don't know they won today i know that they're in the playoffs yeah let me let's check out the yeah uh, look at that but uh you know i'm gonna check out oh see esteban saying no, being complacent is never good. We are not the Dolphins. Look, Esteban, we're not being complacent just because we're happy we have a team. When, when you know, for someone like Ed and I, and, and I don't know your, your, your history as far as following soccer in South Florida, but for us, following, you know, me, following the strikers of the old in the 70s and then eventually getting an MLS team with the Miami Fusion and then losing, losing the strikers, then losing uh, the Miami Fusion, then getting a new ver- a Miami FC, then, then, then cheering for that, then that converting to the strikers, then losing the strikers again because they had bad yeah. ownership. And now we have a, was, another MLS team. So it's yeah. like just so happy that we have a team to cheer for. But you know, it was like Esteban, having a lot of breakups, Est- being exactly. in love, Broken you know, be, being exactly. We were like being in love, you know, with the loves of our lives over and over yeah. and over again. And they kept on, you know, dying on us or something. But Esteban, you know, we'll call it the way we see it on this channel. And 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 uh, as much as we we love them, no matter what, we're not complacent. We we need to get rid of some people. And speaking of getting rid of some people, Ed, let's get into it. So I've been I've been wondering for a while, and it is not the easiest thing to do to find the contracts for these players. It is not the easiest thing. I mean, I've I've gone to a few websites. There's transfer market. There's a few places that show some information, but there's a lot of blanks and stuff. This information. Thankfully, uh, uh, of these six players came from um, Michelle Kaufman of Miami Herald. So you guys all know Michelle. I'm sure you read her and follow her on Twitter and all that stuff. She's been on our show a bunch of times. But uh, so she compiled a list of six players here that are out of contract as of December. Okay. So just to go through the names real fast, and then let's talk about, once we talk about the names, let's kind of look at their, their, their cap number like what what how much are they costing us because now we're losing two million dollars and now ed i do want to talk about this real quick there was something we talked about in the last show we did which is franco panizo yeah yeah with franco was what is the penalty is it two million dollars for two years like in other words they have to lower the salary by two million dollars for two consecutive years which is my understanding a lot of people have an understanding that, no, it's only a million a year, and that's Franco's understanding. Now, right. there's, uh, what is it, Tom Bogart, who is a writer for MLSsoccer.com, I believe. I think that's where we saw that quote. He also sees it the way I see it. He works for MLS, so I assume he might be right. right. And so it's an even bigger hit than, than, than what you may have thought of, of it just being a million per year. The way he says it, it is exactly how I ex- thought, which is $2 million for two years. 
So you're kind of getting hit for $4 million, but not really. You're getting hit, you know, you have to lower your salary by $2 million for two consecutive years. That's, Ouch. that's what Tom Bogart on my MLSsoccer.com, I mean, if, um, had written in a very small little thing. But uh, just he, he was writing a little about every team, I think, and that's where. Anyways, so we, when we look at these players, we've got to think, I mean, they're, they're cap hit as well. So first name up, Breck Shea. Breck Shea's contract apparently is expiring. I thought he had gotten a, a renewal, but yeah. um, maybe it was a one I, 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 I would want to bring him back. I think he was pretty solid uh, okay. this year. Um, he, had, he had ups and downs, but he I think he's one of the – the the players that kind of made a difference mm-hmm. you know and he doesn't he didn't cost us too much okay we'll talk about so, that in a second okay go on or, or we could do it well we could do it one at a time i just gotta toggle between things let's right. go to roster uh da, 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 da. so now the salaries what i'm doing here is the salaries are coming from um mls uh Players Association. So these are the salaries reported to the MLS Players Association or that they accumulated as of September. So pretty recent. And um, what did we say? Breck Shea. Breck Shea is currently, he is making $135,000 a year. Not much. for I think for a player that could cover a lot of different positions. Right. You know, he's, he's one of those players that, you know, you can... But, Anything on the le- I think the left side, right? Yeah. But if his contract is expiring, he's not going to try to renew the contract for 135000 He knows he had brought value to the team. Yeah. He's going to want to raise that up. Yeah. And by and raising that... He deserves it, yeah. He, he does. But by raising that salary up, you may find his way out the door. Because they just can't afford it. Right. Okay, and he's a good player. Anybody's going to want to pick him up. He did a good job, so I think he's going to—he's not going to have uh, any difficulty finding a place to play. Agreed. Okay, so next player up, Victor Uoa. So, what what are your thoughts on Uoa? I don't know, man. I think uh, I think he's a—he uh, sometimes he did good, sometimes he did bad, but. How much? I would like to find out how much money he he was making so, to see if he really was worth it. He is making two hundred and twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's not too much. It's not too much, but mm-hmm. but I, you probably could get. I don't know. Can you get an equal player of that from? Um, can Georgia Costa come in and 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 play that kind of role? Maybe he could. Maybe he could. I think I think maybe Uyoa would uh, would possibly be expendable. Right. And Acosta, George Acosta is cu- is only his cap hit uh, according to the MLS players. Now, I'm assuming he didn't his number didn't apply to the cap this year because he was loaned out. But it still shows how much his play his salary is um, because via a loan uh, Inter Miami would still be paying his salary, which is 81,375. Okay. So could Georgia Costa potentially play that same role as Uoa? Now let's see. Uh, yeah. Let's see. we're getting some comments here. Let me try to toggle between a bunch of different screens and stuff. And Jet Pancake says, "Keep Uoa." Many have said he keeps the locker room together. Doesn't mean we have to play him often. Okay. But again, if he if, it, if his salary expires in um, 
December, he's going to want to raise. You don't renew a contract right. for the same amount. So now, if his, is his raise up to, say, 300000 Is he now worth 300000 Interesting. All right. So well, next uh, up, backup goal, one-time starting goalkeeper, backup goalkeeper, and now starting goalkeeper again, John McCarthy. John McCarthy's contract expires in December, Ed. Do you keep um, him? Wow. I think he was a good backup, but um, how much money? John McCarthy is guaranteed, is guaranteed his base salary is one hundred thirty thousand, but his guaranteed compensation is one hundred thirty six point five. So he's got some sort of bonuses hmm. in there or something like that. Well, I, I kind of agree with Carter. I yeah, do too. In the, in the... I was thinking, but okay, there's a can. This is where he gets tricky. Okay, but well, maybe maybe not that tricky because again. Kata says McCarthy goes calendar in. And I was thinking that during the game. Remember I said while watching the game, I was actually searching up players. So I searched up what does calendar make? Now calendar, um, Drake calendar is making 120,000, not a lot less, mm -hmm. 15,000 less. Not a big difference, really, when, you, when you're looking at the big picture. That's not, 15000 is really going to make a dent in $2 million that they have to save, right? Right. But he's under contract. And again, if we renew McCarthy, he's going to want to raise. So McCarthy out. Calendar, who's been starting with, um, with Fort Lauderdale. In. In, I would he's think. In. I think yeah. <clears throat> between him and um, uh, who's the other backup goalkeeper that we loaned out? Um, Dylan Castanera. Right. They loaned him out to, I think, a championship club. I think it was a USL championship club. They they loaned him out. So, um, how much money was he making? Does he come in up on the list? Uh, no, he's still under contract, so he's not he's not out. But I'm so I'm just saying him and and Calendar can fight it out for the backup, right? All right. Yeah. That's that's well, what Terry I Allen think. saying. Castaneda is gone. Yeah, and, and oops, um, yeah, oh, Castaneda is gone. Oh, is he? I don't know. Did they only sign him for a one-year deal? I know they loaned him out, but I don't know if they sold him. Maybe uh, Terry okay. knows more. Well, Terry um, knows because he, he's got one of his kids. Is in I was going to say, I remember that name. Yeah. He's, he's a dad of one of the academy players, so he definitely is probably so more in He's the got name. the inside. Yeah. Uh, Jose Velasquez is saying that, yeah, McCarthy wants to play more. So he may want to go right okay right. next up jay chapman jay chapman his contract expires in december do you guys want to keep jay chapman jay chapman i think was pretty valuable this year i know at the beginning of the season um some people were throwing some shade at him but i think he really performed well throughout the season he when he did come into the game he looked pretty good well, we, we got a couple of Brazilian players that seem to be coming in. I think one of them would cover that position. Okay. Chapman uh, is, is, is currently not showing <laughs> in the salary for some reason. They don't have him. Hmm. <clears throat> they they omitted him by accident. Yeah, I, think. I don't know. I see him in here. Maybe just didn't get reported. And, you know, it's true. He's always been a backup. Um, so. Oh, no, here he is. Here he is. He's making a guaranteed compensation a little over 180,000. Mm -hmm. 
It's right. not that expensive. Could could still work, but I'm seeing a lot of people, um, you know, saying that um, that he should go. So, so people want Chapman out as well. So thinking we can get somebody younger and cheaper, younger, uh, cheaper than 180,000. Possibly. I mean, look, we got the draft coming too. But right. in reality, draft players quite often don't deliver. Don't I was going to say they don't contribute, but Robbie Robinson contributed on his first year, but he didn't deliver. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. His goal scoring was lacking while while his uh, the other guy that we could have gotten, I, I keep thinking about that, uh, DK, he just made scored two goals, I think, today. Yeah. All right, we're going to go through these last two names quickly. Kel, uh, Kelvin Leardham. Kelvin Leardham's, uh, uh, you know, his contract is up. He's got to go. He, he wasn't good enough. We thought he'd, yeah. be, he, he'd bring more from what, um, you know, from what we saw from him in the past. He came um, he, from Seattle. He played pretty decently with them, yep. and he just didn't. Yeah, he made some uh, terrible mistakes, and, uh, yeah, I think he's got to go. Yeah, and his 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 base salary was one hundred and eighty thousand, but his guaranteed salary, guaranteed compensation, was close to three hundred thousand. So, you know, I don't know some bonuses or whatever is in there, but uh, right. Uh, Kata thinks he should stay. Is right back. I don't agree. I don't no. agree. I think he should go. All right, yeah, and last one, and, and last one, and then we're going to check voicemails. Is Sammy Gaderi? Sammy Gaderi who played mostly with Fort Lauderdale, uh, but then got moved up to, to enter Miami squad. I think he looked good when he came in. Gadiri, <laughs> got to keep Gadiri. Uh, you, even if you get him a new salary and you give him a little bit more money, he only get made $63,500. Wow. 63.5, that's it. So even if they wow. give him... Even if they give him a, a, a an eighty thousand dollars, that's a twenty thousand dollar increase or something like that. I don't know if that satisfies him. I'm mean, still low paid. Mm-hmm. You still you're still getting value. Yeah, he's still doing something that he loves, which is soccer. So yeah, and he's young. He's still got time. He, you you could say you still haven't proved yourself yet. You still have to prove yourself, and then we'll you know maybe you give him a one year deal and say, look, right. we'll sign you at one year for say eighty thousand dollars, and if you, and if you rock out in that one year, and then we'll talk like a real. You know, get you over a uh, hundred thousand. Right, right. Look at me. Look at me. I'm talking. I'm talking. Talking other people's livelihood, like it's like it's monopoly money. Like you know. Yeah. Like like, imagine if somebody talked about our jobs like this. And the funny thing is, they do. Your bosses do. They do talk about your job like this uh, to some extent. Uh, when it's time for you to get a raise, it's like, oh, are you going to give them a whole two percent increase? Or are you going to get them something a little more valuable? We could just, you know, same kind of thing. Right, right. All right, guys, uh, that's, that's who's coming and who, I mean, that's who's, who's potentially going. And, and look, they got a clean house. We talked about they've got to get rid of, their, of, of two out of their three DPs. I don't think Gonzalo Higuain is going anywhere. A lot of people feel like Pizarro can be sold to somebody in Mexico. So that's probably happening. And Blaise Matuidi might be the contract that they have to buy out unless they can convince him to just retire. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we need we need those two DP spots uh, because, you know, those two guys haven't played as, as we would have wanted them to. And, and, um, and one reason they need that DP spot is because now there's reports coming out of Brazil that one of these players that we've talked about a little bit, uh, Rafael Viega, 
uh, or vi, vi, I, I don't know how do you say Viga. I don't know. I'd have to ask my wife how you say that in Portuguese. But a Brazilian kid, or I don't even know how old he's. Not a kid, <coughs> mid twenties, I think. Um, Brazil newspaper is saying that Chris Henderson is traveling to Brazil uh, sometime this month, and that they're offering this kid ten million dollars. Wow, that might make him a DP. Uh, that would make him a P- DP. That's mm-hmm. not a might. And he's he's currently playing with uh, what Palmeiras, I think. Um, and some of the reports that we saw from, uh, you know, a lot of you guys follow Alex Winley. She's, uh, you know, does some nice reporting and I know she watches this show from time to time. Um, she, she, she's done some nice like work on his, um, you know, kind of researching him a little bit and, you know, so follow her on Twitter if you're not, but, um, I think we should bring her on the show, Peter. Maybe we should. She might Um, give us some good info. Yeah. Yeah. I, I met her once and talked to her once. Um, uh, but she was saying that he's he's known to shoot from everywhere. Like he's not scared to shoot. So he shoot from anywhere. But ten million dollars now, that doesn't really matter when we're talking about our uh, our, our our penalty that we're getting because only what four hundred four hundred and fifty thousand dollars of his salary would apply to the cap being the DP. Right. But he but for ten million he has to be a DP. So he would have to be say Pizarro's replacement. Maybe not in the same position, but as far as a DP level, I don't even know. Does he? I don't even. I don't think he plays really at ten, but maybe he does. I don't. I don't know enough about the guy. That's why we would need to talk to somebody who may have done some research. Yeah, because we don't should. do a whole lot of research. My research maybe today not. was numbers. Uh, for some reason, I do geek out about about uh, you know player movements and salaries and all that kind of stuff. I think it's kind of fun and interesting. So. Uh, but yeah, he sounds so. They've got to clear some uh, salary for not only for the for um, you know the penalty that's uh, the, the coming their way, but also just because <laughs> our DPS didn't deliver and we got to get rid of them. Who else? Okay. Who else uh, do you think is? Uh, and Eric is saying he's a number ten, so he would wear the um, the number ten, I guess. Take right. Pizarro's number. Is he is he an actual playmaker like Pizarro wasn't? Uh... Uh, does that free up Iguain up top? Um, there's also talk about that. There's another Brazilian that I might come in. Yes. Might be somewhat uh, cheaper. Well, that, I think I think they were talking to both of them. Um, I forgot his name right now. We talked about him last week. Um, no, somebody in the uh, chat might ago. remember the name because I forgot the name too. Well, that's what Google's for. Oh, okay. Here we, here we go then. Peter um, Brown's looking it up. Yeah. Wasn't it Mota? Yes, something like that. Uh, Viega is one, and he is playing for Palmetas. Um, there we go. And Jean Mota. Yes, Jean Mota. And the in, the in this article from MLSsoccer.com, they were talking about he could the bid could reach as much as twelve million dollars. So, uh, Inter Miami is going in at ten, according to the the newspaper, and he is twenty six years old, Viega, and um, Mota. There isn't a, they don't mention Mota's name in this article. I mean, um, age. I'm not sure how old he is, but anyways. Oh, yeah, Jean, Jean Mota from uh, Santos. Is Eric is saying, damn person. it, Peter, don't you read anything I send to you? Yeah, but it doesn't mean I remember it. <laughs> I'm old, man. I don't, I don't have a memory. Right. Me neither. Because, yeah, no, I, 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 re, I, I can't, you know. Until I see him week in, week out. I forget their names. Uh, I mean, right after this show, I'm going to remember. I'm going to forget uh, Viega's name. Anyways, 
What right. what can you so, say, Ed? What can you say? I don't know. We'll, we'll look at one. One goal is saying we should have Kaylin Kyle on the show, and mm-hmm. uh, we should ask Ray Hudson again. Sure, he wants to get on that, Ed. I'm I'm gonna get on it. We'll definitely have guests from here on. That's our plan. Uh, you know, so that we'll keep uh, talking about Inter Miami since there's not going to be any games for a while. Right. Um, then I think during December we usually take a little break for a couple of weeks. Just to spend some time with the family, and then we come right back because the season starts early, Peter Brown. Yes, uh, and, and we're going to get to a voicemail in just a second. Season, that excited me. Now, some some of you guys up in the north, uh, what is the, uh, the, the the season kickoff date? It's, 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 fe- it's February 22nd? Something like that, towards the end of February. Um. February 26th. So, yeah, I was close. Uh, I I mean, that's like this this team needs to get into action right away. There's this offseason. I mean, I know that they said uh, as of early next week, uh, they're going to start having the exit interviews with all the players. And that doesn't mean exit as in everybody's getting fired. They're just, uh, you know, before they go home, he's like, okay, here's your workout plan. This is all this kind of stuff. Or or some of them might be, all right, I don't know if you're going to be back next year. Might want to, might want to start uh, p- putting your apartment up for, uh, you know, or a house up for sale or whatever you got. Right, right. But um, so they're gonna ha- start having those those uh, those exit interviews, and they they got to get busy. Like 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 that Brazilian report of of Henderson flying out to to Brazil. He needs to get on that next that flight now. He's got right. time now. He's he, the the season is over. Get on that flight. Uh, talk to that kid Viega. Get him signed up if he's good enough. And get but get rid of uh, the people that you need to get rid of. They need to get busy. February, man, that the off season is so short. It's great. And the preseason starts in January, so dude, right? Like that. I mean, you basically a couple of months. I mean, but really a month, a month right. and a half, right? Because it's you know it's what. Um, well, I guess I guess you can count most of November, right? So a month and three weeks, or maybe two months at the most, depending on when. In January it starts, but I mean, because once preseason starts, to me it started, right? I mean, right. it's so. I mean, that's so great that as of January we're going to be back in action, and it's going to be social. It's like this this silly season. The off season is is going to be exciting because everything's going to be moving so fast. Every rumor is going to start flying. Any anybody and everybody's going to be linked to the team, and it's just fun. It's going to be fun, fun, fun in the sun. Uh, so, all right, man. Um, Want to hear a voicemail? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hey, Peter and Uncle Ed and all the great fans. I got that other caller, which I completely forgot um, his yeah, name already. Sorry about that. I'm, like, really bad with names the same way Peter is. And I uh, just it's one world, one goal, which, by the way, this was a charity for Diego Serna, 17, who scored a lot of goals. But I do appreciate your joke about the one goal per year. And um, it was cool because, well, that's a long story, but it was, I had a shirt from the World Cup which said one world, one goal, and it had all the um, flags of, like, all the countries. This is, like, a really long time ago. And Diego had the exact same shirt. So, anyway, that's how we came up with the name. But um, I do want to point out that Peter was very handsome when he was young, for all those wondering. Still, still is. And Ed, Ed had that personality. Oh, no, that's what you say when you're not. No, no, no. He really was cute, too. 
I mean, he still is. Don't get me wrong. Oh, my gosh, their wives are watching. We're just friends, just friends. No, but, you know, what's funny is when Ed was with Beckham, there was all these pictures, and they went, like, all over the place because he's Mr. Worldwide. And the funny thing was we were all making jokes of um, how, who's that handsome guy? Oh, and um, the other guy is David Beckham. And, he, and Beckham mm-hmm. saw that, and he was laughing so hard. Anyway, it's a good story. Love you guys, love the show, and uh, woohoo, we can beat the very best team and the very worst team. So it's just those people in the middle we have a problem with. Have a good one. Bye. So, so you see most of that call, Ed, was her trying to fix her mistake. Right. She, did she called you ugly, she and then and then she's trying to go, well, you know, uh, let me find a story to, to, to say, yeah. you know, you're actually, you to bring you know, up the Beckham uh, thing, uh, which know, only confirms I'm ugly because next to Beckham, you know, everybody looks ugly. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a handsome man, but uh, but yes, most of that call was just her just trying to dig herself out of trouble. That's kind of like what usually we're doing is digging ourselves out of trouble at you know with whatever we may or may not say. Exactly. And now she's trying to deny okay. it. Now, great great now, call now, from the world will go. Now look at her. Now she's like, no, yes, yes, that is what you did. That is exactly what you That's did. What you call did. Ed ugly. And then, and then spent the next minute trying to, trying to, you know, bail yourself out of it. And the more you dig, the more you dig, the deeper you get. That's what I've learned. <laughs> but, yeah, let's look. Everything Arnell is, is saying, how did we miss the playoffs? But we can beat New England. Yeah, we're just, we were very inconsistent all year. Yes. We, we had a, you know, a good spell where we won a whole bunch of games and then we went right back to where we were. So. Uh, there's a lot of fixing that needs to be done, and they need to get to do. They need to do it quick. So, yeah, and I mean, you know, we get excited about all these signings, but really, you know, they we got to first have those conversations with who's going because they've got to make room, and 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 you know, forget about the the you know, I keep calling it penalty. Um, you know the. Um, Financial problems. Sanction, that they're gonna, yeah. Sanctions. Yeah. Forget about the sanctions. <clears throat> just in a regular uh, MLS thing, you know, they'd have to get rid of some people just because, you know, salaries. We're, we're gonna, so, yeah, we're going to be hurt. So we're definitely going to see a lot, a lot of these players uh, that they've tested already from uh, 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 Fort Lauderdale uh, CF. They're going to have to come up. Uh, they're going to be cheap. And yep. that's, that's what's going to happen. It's going to have to happen because it's going to be hard to find players that are cheap and that are going to keep our salary cap low. Right. Um, and it, hopefully, like we talked about, we can get rid of certain players. And um, that's what we're looking for. And, you know, I said something in our last show that um, I know Franco didn't agree with, but, you know, it's just a real quick passing comment that I made that possibly, probably not, but maybe uh, the, the sanction could be almost a you know, blessing in disguise. Right. And, and he said no. And 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 because uh, nobody wants to be sanctioned. Right. But what I mean by that is that it's forcing the team to do things in a smarter way. They can't just throw money at the problem. They have to become smarter. And in the end, that could help the club in the big picture. And may, we may suffer for those for these two years. But what we, we hopefully come out of it is stronger scouting. And that's something that was brought up by Phil Neville. Phil Neville had said in his post in his one of his uh, 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 press meetings this week that 
they've got scouts around the world now, which they did not have a year ago. So multiple scouts. So before they may have had one or two guys, and that's it. Now they have multiple, uh, more than two, uh, I don't know how many, um, you know, scouts around the world to actually find these players. Imagine, you know, what, we only had scouts in Argentina because that's where all the players came from? Yeah, I, th I think that's what happened, man. Because <laughs> and now they're going the Brazilian way, so it's a, it's it's a change well, of pace. Yeah, uh, we'll see how what develops. But we did get in, we did get a keeper, which was pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, just you know, um, so far with the moves that Henderson has made has, has looked pretty looked pretty good. Um, Gregory, for example, right. great player, uh, our, our captain. Right. Um, he's got to stay. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, Mm. Who else would you who would you say Morgan? I think would have to stay again. I think he was, you know, I mean, good enough to remain. It wasn't as good as last things, year, but Morgan is expensive though. So, you know, but he's now, still under contract, right? He is under contract. So with Morgan, you'd have to look at is somebody if are you going to make money on him, right? If somebody's going to buy him and make money on him, sure, I think you sell him because he didn't. He wasn't that great this year. It's not like. You know, he was a barn burner or anything, and he's making five hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars. Gotcha. So, but he's under contract. So, you know, if, if, if you know, and he's he's one of our best players. So, you know, you got to keep him. But um, here's Terry Allen is asking what we're doing for center backs, Figal and LGP, both of which are expensive. LGP yeah. is making over a million dollars, one million. Uh, ten thousand, so a little over a million dollars. I don't know how that all works out because uh, over a million should be a DP, or you know, but something like that. I don't, I don't remember exactly. But, but uh, he's 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 a heavy hit. Um, I'm sure they brought his salary down with TAM money in the past. Um, my wife is in here, and I'm I guarantee she's going to knock over something. Uh oh, she's she is so dangerously going to hit this camera, which is my iPad. <laughs> um so anyways uh oh okay and then figal 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 is he's expensive too Six hundred and thirty thousand. so i think me i would keep figal and somehow trade um LGP. lgp within the league or sell him outside of the league if you could do that but I, you know what I think we may end up seeing? Because, okay, they got it. They, besides those players that, that are, their contracts are expiring, you still got to get rid of people. People that didn't yeah, well, perform, I, people that didn't I, perform I, or, or that are too expensive. And so we're going to end, I think we'll end up seeing several trades or being players sold within the league for that kind of number that you see a lot, like 50000 in in general allocation money, which is like nothing. But we're not going to get uh, much. I saw, I read somewhere that uh, Figal, there's an interest of a Mexican team for Figal. So, so he might be, he might be leaving yeah. as well. So, so, I mean, if, you know, if you're going to make money on him, sell him. And, or, or even if not even make money, I mean, you could put, I guess you could put Mabike in there. Uh, he's played yeah. okay. Uh, he replaced Figal a little, uh, when, when we were um, down people. So, uh, Makun's starting to play better as well. Yeah, so, Makuna I think he you know. had a breakout year. Yeah, make him make him stay in there. I, he did. He does a little dinosaur thing when he scores. Right. I thought that was pretty cool. Right. He scored twice this year, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, I, saw, I, I remember seeing the dinosaur thing a couple of times. 
Yeah. But I think I think we'll see those kind of trades, like I said, where, you know, you, you get a little general allocation money because they're going to need money. Right. right? And, and, and those are the kind of trades you see in MLS, you know, a number one draft, a, a, a 2023 draft pick and 50,000 in general allocation money, which is pretty much we gave the player away. Right. But, but you may want to do that just to get them off your books. Right. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, who else? There was somebody else that I wanted to talk about. Shawcross definitely gone. Shawcross uh, is gone. Rooney's. Shawcross was making over 300000 Three Shawcross, guaranteed compensation, $307,000. Was that the biggest waste of money or what? When yeah, he did he play, he was slow. And then he got hurt, not his fault, but he didn't play. So what a waste. Guaranteed compensation, 307.5. And you made some bucks right there. And uh, all right, uh, I think it was Bruni put some, some players up. Well, we, we kind of already covered Leardem. Uh Gibbs, Jones were busts. Alvarado barely played. What's the deal with Alvarado? Well, he's hurt. He, he played in uh, at least, what, that one game... Um, played a little bit in the second half, uh, one of the last games of the season. So, um, yeah. how much money is, is he making? Can you see that list real quick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alvarado, Alvarado. He's an A. He's up here. Hundred and twenty-four thousand guaranteed compensation, but his base salary is only eighty-one thousand. Oh, so you're keeping him. Right, right. You're you keeping definitely... him. So. Anyways, there's there's a lot of players that uh, we just need to get rid of, and and um, I saw somewhere in here somebody saying um, to keep somebody that I did not agree with, and I'm trying to find. I like I like. Well, we're definitely gonna keep it. It seems. Uh, well, yeah, we definitely gotta get rid of Carranza. I think he's worth a lot of money. And that's what it, I yeah. I saw. I think it was uh, Bruno who was saying something about keep Carranza and get rid of Robbie. Um, no. I kind of, yeah, no, I think uh, Robbie's cheaper and I think he's got potential. I think Robbie's better than Carranza. Mm -hmm. I think he, he, he's, he's more fearless. Now, you know, he'll take shots and they don't usually meet matter. I mean, they don't usually, they don't end up in the back of the net, but neither right. do Carranza's. He's only scored a couple goals too. So, uh, you know, I think, and Carranza is expensive at $750,000. He's a young DP as well. He's our one young DP. All right. So we can uh, get rid of him. I think that's going to open up a lot of space. Um, and, a, and hear and, what Kata said as well. Ro and Robbie is not going anywhere because he's a generation Adidas player, and that helps the salary cap. Agreed. That's another so reason. Robbie. Your, 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 uh, your draft picks, you don't, you don't get rid of them that quickly because they're, they're cheap. And, and we already know Coach Nable is staying. So, yeah, and and whether you whether you agree with it or not, I think I think we can all agree that he's going to be back next year. I mean, the way he's talking, I mean, he's not going anywhere, and I don't think he's getting um, a, a surprise. I don't think he's getting. Uh, I don't think they're going to treat him the way they did Alonzo. Um, right. I, I think I think he's going to get at least a quarter of the next season. Like if if he, if we come out of the gate and we're horrible, they might send him back in, but he's going to at least be able to start next season. I'm he's going to be able to start with players that he's going to want. Uh, I'm sure he's talking with Chris Henderson a lot, yeah. and, and they're looking at the players. They're probably sitting down and saying, okay, we're going to get this guy. We're going to get that guy. 
So I feel that that's what coaches need. They need to have some input on what players are coming in so that because they need to build around that, you know, and um, and that's important is these are not his players. None of them. I mean, Shawcross well, was. <laughs> and maybe Gregory. Uh, maybe Gre- maybe he had he at least was there. Right. So you assume they gave his they, they took his thoughts into consideration. Right. He was, you know, so he was with the team. Um, but. Anyways, looking at the comments, wait a minute, Gabe says, I'll keep Pizarro. Okay, Gabe, you keep him. <laughs> yeah, you can stay at your house. <laughs> he can stay at your house. You can Invite put him on him your couch. For, and for, uh, Yeah, for Thanksgiving. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm sending him back. Yeah, I think, I think Pizarro, there's a lot of mention that he's going back to Mexico. And look, Pizarro, um, I, uh, he's not happy. You know, right. he, I, the one thing I could say, though, is he's been a good professional because, you know, there hasn't been any real comments coming out that I'm aware of of him being unhappy. You just kind of look at body language. He doesn't look super happy, but when he's out there, he's trying. You see him giving a lot of effort and and he reminds me a little bit of like how I felt about Pellegrini last year. Pellegrini was running all over the field, giving a lot of effort, but zero to show for it. And Pizarro was pretty much that this year, I think. So he gave a lot for the team, just didn't have any results come out of it yeah and I, I think he was just not playing the position that he was made him famous and um it, it just didn't go well with uh you know with with the way that neville's uh, team is has formed it just uh, you know it's, it just happens you know with alonzo i think he he was a little bit better but that's about it. And yeah, Gabe is to, trying to defend his comments saying pizarro is a good player our coach is not using him correctly and you may be right Right. But the coach isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, at least we don't think, right? Uh, so, so, and you know, here's the thing is I, I like Pizarro. I watch him on the, and I'm like, man, he touches the ball sometimes. And I'm like, the guy's got skill. And then he just holds on to it too long and he pisses me off. So I would be, con- I'm confident he'll go to another team and he'll be good. Just not with this team and not here. Yeah. He hasn't been good. He wasn't really that great under Alonzo either. Let's not right. put Alonzo and, and Pizarro on this pedestal like they were some like great team in the first season. Alonzo got fired yeah. for a reason. You know, you could right. say Pizarro, I'm sorry, uh, Neville may have gotten the same treatment, but they weren't going to do it twice. <laughs> they, right, weren't gonna, right. they weren't going to do the same thing twice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm so reading some comments. Apparently, Pellegrini's uh, getting some yeah, playing getting time, some time in Argentina. <clears throat> Look, I mean, a lot of these players, I'm sure, will would do well. You know, that's the frustrating thing is in in any sport, right? You're you're a fan of your team. You know, I say that maybe it's the Miami Dolphins. You your player that sucked gets traded, and he goes to say, you know, New England Patriots, and then he he's amazing and he wins a Super Bowl, right? Some stuff like that happens. Sometimes it's it's just the system, and the player doesn't gel with the people around him. You go back to that old that last season in the Miami Fusion. The individually. Those were not the best players in MLS. Individually, uh, one world, one goal loves Diego Serna for a bunch of reasons. He was really good with uh, Miami Fusion. Not nearly as good when he went to, what, New York? Or I think, I think he went to New York. Uh, she would yeah, know. he went to she'll, she'll be correcting me any, any second yeah. now. I think, um, yeah. But in same thing, in same with uh, Alex Pineda-Chacon. Was great team. He, he, him and Serna were a great combo. 
But Chacon, I think, went to New England Revolution. Wasn't the same player. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have all these 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 players that were just okay on other teams, but they came together under this one coach and this one combination that worked. And so these players may all, my inner Miami players may be great players, but in the current combination, it ain't working. Right. So they got to go. Dustin uh, says, okay. we need Brady. Everybody needs Brady. Everybody needs Brady. Even if he doesn't play your sport, he'll still make him better. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, I think that about wraps it up. We actually did want to talk a little bit about this, but uh, we ran out of time because we had so much fun talking about everything else. How about that New England Revolution logo, Ed? Real quick, what are your thoughts? Don't like it. Don't like it. Looks like there's a slash right there. Like they're they're against the R. The R's, you know, the R's not not good or something. I, don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it looks very retro and classic. It looks like a team's logo from, say, maybe 100 years ago. I think it's very, very classic looking. I like it. It's not gimmicky. And if they want to really embrace this new logo, um, New England needs to wear the sash like Peru or, or like you know, LA Galaxy has worn. They should wear a red sash now, right, to, to kind of go with that logo on their jersey. They should wear it. I yeah. like it. So... And Kata's well, asking. brands, guys, so you would, you would know. I mean, yeah, I'm into that stuff. I'm into that stuff. So uh, it, it's fun. I, I, I was planning on talking about it a little bit more, but, uh, you know, we just throw it in there real quick. Um, one World, One Goal is threatening to call in again to defend her, her Diego. Uh, I, I love Diego. He was great. He was great for the Fusion. I did see him play for like a minute with, with Miami FC at, the, at, at, uh, at uh, FIU and get red card and thrown out of the game, though. But I, yeah. but, but. I did get a Diego Serna jersey, too. So, I mean, I like Diego, okay? So, let's, don't get mad at me. All right, everybody. So, again, make sure you go to Canes where Kata's asking about the discount during offseason. Currently, they are not having any kind of FMTV discount because the store is on a bigger discount. So, and I didn't get a list of, like, all their current discounts. So they didn't send one to me this week. But just go to the store. Canes Ware is, it, everything is discounted for Inter-Miami. You're going to get better Inter-Miami prices at Canes Ware than anywhere else. Point blank. Your, that's it. Get it, everything Inter-Miami at Canes Ware. Just do yeah, it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, then, and while you're there, mention Football Miami TV they may give you a little bit more of a discount. You never know. But at the very least, you're letting them know that their um, you know, sponsorship is working, right? So it's just, uh, it's, it, it helps us as well. So, all right, everybody. Um, there will be a show next week. I think somebody was asking if there will be a show next week. Yeah, there will be a show next week. And we're going to talk. We're still going to have shows. We're still going to talk. Uh, just now, we're going to get, you know, we got into the conversation. It's uh, about, about, you know, the players that got to go. And so hopefully each week we're going to start getting some more information about who's coming and who's going. And we'll talk about those comings and goings and who we think, some, you know, we'll try to come at this from new angles and, and, and bring on some fun guests to talk to as well to fill those gaps during the Expect off season. The guests next week. We're going to start working on that in the following weeks until, it, you know, uh, it, we start getting some games and we'll be able to, we'll go back to uh, Peter Brown and myself, you know, dissecting every game. All right. And talking our nonsense. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for, right. 
Thanks, everybody in the chat room. We really appreciate it. Please like, share, and subscribe this. Tell your friends. You sit here and watch us for an hour and change every Sunday night. So tell, tell your friends. Invite them. Let's have some fun together and talk in our Miami. Um, hey, on the way out, Miami FC. They, were, they did make it to the playoffs. They lost, however, to Louisville. So just... I thought we would talk more about them this year, but there was so much to talk about with Inter-Miami, we did not really. So thanks, everybody. We will see you next week.